Welcome to a new episode of In Their Words. Today, we have the privilege of diving into the world of Dr. Sapaya, a distinguished primary care and bariatric physician with UPMC Central Pennsylvania Bariatrics. We'll explore the advancements in bariatric medicine, the crucial link between diabetes and weight management, and the pivotal role of programs like community paramedicine in reducing recurring hospital visits. But before we dive into our conversation with Dr. Sapaya, we want to extend our heartfelt thanks to our dedicated listeners. Your support and interest in our podcast means the world to us, and it's your enthusiasm that drives us to continue sharing these inspiring stories. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on a journey with us. My name is Sumati Sapaya. I'm a family physician with UPMC Central Pennsylvania Primary Care and bariatric physician with UPMC Central Pennsylvania Bariatrics. Uh, I'm board certified in family medicine with American Board of Family Medicine and obesity medicine with American Board of Obesity Medicine. So I chose family medicine after my medical education because I enjoy taking care of people of all ages and backgrounds. A few years ago, I chose to pursue a career in obesity medicine because I realized that many chronic diseases stem from obesity. By treating obesity, we can decrease the likelihood of developing chronic health conditions and improve the conditions like diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, cancer, kidney disease, arthritis, and sleep apnea. I am from Sri Lanka. It's a small island in Southeast Asia. I did my medical education in India. So I came from a family. My father was a businessman and no medical background at all. So I, myself and my brother, we decided to go to med school because we saw so many disease even when we were very young age. So when I was in medical school, I always wanted to work with a different population and different age groups. So once I finished my medical education, we moved to the United States to pursue my career because, as you know, where I grew up in Sri Lanka, there was ethnic problems and we have to move out of the country for a short period of time, even for education. So when I was choosing my residency to choose a career in medicine, as I said, I felt family medicine is always on my first option because of the different cultures and different age group you work with. So I decided to do family medicine and I was practicing family medicine here in York for the past 13 years. Recently, a few years ago, I decided to do a career in obesity medicine especially just before COVID and even during the COVID time, I started realizing there are a lot of chronic health conditions which is stemming from obesity and overweight. And that's how I did my fellowship in obesity medicine. And I have board certification in obesity medicine from American Board of Obesity Medicine. I did not go to Sri Lanka since uh, COVID. My, both my parents are no more now, but I have few family. They are in Sri Lanka. I'm planning to go this year, probably end of this year. In the world of Dr. Sapaya, medicine isn't just a profession. It's a family legacy. It's safe to say that medicine runs deep in their family. I have two boys. My older one is actually pursuing a career in nursing. 
and my uh, younger son is in college now. He just entered college and my husband is a physician as well. It's not only me, it's my brother who is also a physician. He is a pulmonologist. In uh, United Kingdom, he lives in Scotland. Now, let's turn our attention to the innovative strides being made in the field of diabetes and weight management, right here at UPMC Central PA. Dr. Sapaya, with her extensive experience, is well-equipped to share with us what this renowned healthcare institution is doing to stay at the forefront of these critical areas. I've been working with UPMC Central Pennsylvania. We joined UPMC Central Pennsylvania five, six years ago. Before that, I was a physician with the Memorial Hospital here in York, Pennsylvania. But I see UPMC Central Pennsylvania has more innovative way of helping patients in many conditions, especially when it comes to obesity, treatment of obesity. We have a very comprehensive program for patients who need treatment for their obesity. So our program, especially the bariatric program, we offer both medical and surgical support to help our patient to achieve their weight loss goals. Our medical weight management service, it's available in six locations within the central Pennsylvania. And with a team of nearly 10 providers, they are dedicated to help patients achieve their weight loss goals. And they are all certified in obesity medicine. We provide consultation either in person and virtual visits. And I feel that is one of the way we can help patients who cannot come in for appointments. So we are very flexible with appointments. And our program aimed to help patients in adhering to the four pillars of obesity treatment. So to treat obesity, it's not only just like the medications. There are a lot of other principles we follow for the patients to follow these principles. And we have more resources available through UPMC Central Pennsylvania. For example, we have trained dietitians who help with the nutrition goals of the patients we have different options in helping patients' nutrition needs. One of them is the meal replacement programs. And we do offer, if they need any supplements, we do even offer through our UPMC superstore, online stores, and the physical activity exercise. We have partnered with Select Physical, and they have this wellness program. So patients do six weeks of program through uh, covered through the insurance and after that they can stay with them for six months to achieve their physical activity health goals. And the psychologists, so UPMC Central Pennsylvania, they have Pinnacle Health Psychological Associates who help us achieve patients' psychological goals. And then medications. So our providers are trained in obesity medicine, so we do treat patients with medication, medication help, and getting these medications approved through the insurance. So all this is a comprehensive program. We work with the surgeons. So when patients fail all these steps, and we can help them get the surgery and to reach their health goals. This is for bariatrics, and you asked about diabetes, and they have so many programs for patients with the diabetes to help them manage the disease. So they have a trained endocrinologists and diabetic nurses, diabetic education program, again, nutrition counseling, nutrition help, and sometimes even like we identify if the patient is qualified for any medical assistance to get the medications for cheaper price. And we have care teams through the social workers, 
we identify what are the barriers for their treatment. So we have the multidisciplinary team we have. And if a provider needs help with treating a patient, it's there is any barriers. And there is always we have support system. So I think it's a very more innovative way. We have this support system to help us and help to patients. And the other thing is community paramedicine. So community paramedicine, the community paramedicine team, they work closely with us, both with the inpatient and outpatient. They offer various forms of assistance upon request from us, the providers. So as a part of their patient care process, they conduct home visits to identify any potential barriers. During this visit, they conduct a thorough interview to identify any financial obstacles that may impacting their care and support them with the resources for financial aid. They also educate the patients about the disease process and the importance of medication complaints. And if a patient has, for example, a transportation issue is the reason they are not able to come to the appointment, they arrange for that. And and many other issues like housing issues, if there is any mental health issues, they identify, they communicate with the provider so that it's easy for us to proceed with during the appointment with the patients. As we've learned from our last episode, reoccurring hospital visits can be an expensive and challenging adventure, not just for the patients, but for the entire healthcare system. Yes, definitely. Because as an example, if a patient, let's say that a patient is getting admitted to the hospital during the discharge, our care team nurses, they communicate, they help the patient, they actually call us and schedule appointment to be seen by the primary care provider. And they help the patient schedule the appointment with a specialist if they needed to see. So it's always somebody, it's not that the patients, they have to make this appointment, they have to do on their own. There are always people in the background, they help the patients. And if I, when I see the patients and if they need something and I can again refer back to them, the care coordinators, and they would help. For example, I, I had a patient and patient has to take insulin and he does not have a refrigerator to refrigerate medication and they found a solution for that and they found resources where they can refrigerate the medication. So I think working with a team of people, it's the goal. We were able to reach the patient's health goal faster, and it also reduces the hospital admission. Dr. Sapaya has a wealth of knowledge and experience in helping patients better themselves, and her insights are invaluable. When asked how patients can make meaningful improvements in their health and well-being, here's what she had to say. Yes. So I would say education. Education about the disease process is crucial. First of all, we have to make the patients understand their disease process, what it is, instead of just telling them, okay, you have diabetes. Just explain to them what is happening, what is happening in their body, how this disease is going to affect them, and what are the consequences, health consequences having the problem, and health consequences having higher weight. So education is very, very important. So this can be done our diabetic educators. So when we have a patient diagnosed with a diabetes and we refer them to diabetic education, so they explain to the patient in and out of the disease process complication, how to manage this disease and the diet dietitian. So the education about the disease is the prime point here. 
it is also important to understand the causes like and that's the providers as a provider we educate the patient and then when they go to the diabetic educator they get more education about that and when you you asked about like how diabetes diet and environmental factors like reflecting on these diseases so i would say when it comes diabetes we always think that it's genetic factor you have the gene and you have the disease but not necessarily it is not only influenced by genetic factors but is but also other factors that including environmental factors and if you if you talk about environmental factors it's let's say that somebody is working in an environment their food access either at home or at work if they are working in an environment where they cannot even refrigerate their food so they have to pack something and that packing food is not going to be very healthy or unhealthy um, it's going to be unhealthy and if somebody is living in a neighborhood where they cannot even go for walking it's not safe for them to go out and walk so these are the factors so they cannot get their physical activity and if they have any orthopedic conditions physical limitation injury so these are the things we have to consider it's not always like they chose to eat unhealthy they chose to not to exercise it's so many factors behind it so it's always not only the genetic factors or environmental factors so many other factors so if you have any unhealthy behavior example like smoking alcohol consumptions that also affects your disease process so it's very important to help them the education about this unhealthy behavior is very very important so utilizing the resources available especially it is available through even social media through upmc multi- we offer multiple resources for patients to utilize to overcome any unhealthy behavior or to even disease for example to learn about healthy diet we have a nutrition dietitian consultation there are so many group sessions we provide group education we provide so utilizing those programs is very important for example if they have smoking issues we do have programs like smoking cessation programs so utilizing that can help them behavioral health stress depression anxiety this can affect somebody's health this one of the factor people can wait because when you have depression it affects your eating behavior when you are under a lot of stress and you tend to eat so that's kind of like you know affect your weight you gain weight and you develop diabetes so treating that root cause is very important and there are a lot of resources available you reach out to your provider medication treatment and behavioral health counseling those resources is very important to use utilize again like physical inactivity if it is due to any injury reach out to your provider utilizing physical therapy is one of the other resources that you should utilize and there are most of the employer they provide the wellness program it is mostly underutilized so i would recommend utilize the tons of resources available what we do here in upmc central pennsylvania especially the bariatric uh, group when we evaluate patient for obesity or overweight first we evaluate patients what is the reason they are gaining weight so we address those causes if there is any barriers we identify those barriers and we help the patients to understand those barriers and come out of that 
and then like we help them with changing their lifestyle and adding either medication or surgery to help them so if you take the diabetes obesity is a huge contributing factor for diabetes if i say that just losing 5 to 10 percentage of body weight loss can prevent diabetes and losing 10 to 15% so for example if you are like let's say 200 pounds just like losing 20 pounds of your total weight you can actually improve your diabetes and be healthy and improve other health conditions like heart disease or hypertension so doing this like you know you don't have to do it like within a week or do gradually so one healthy habit at a time let's say you have so many unhealthy habits so when your provider is identifying okay smoking is not good slowly you cannot just quit smoking overnight slowly quit smoking gradually do it and at the same thing when you have unhealthy eating habit give up one unhealthy eating habit at a time so we had patients just giving up sugar sweetened beverages for a month they were able to lose like a 5 to 6 pounds so it's a small changes in your day to day unhealthy habits can improve your weight and which can improve your diabetes and other health conditions dr sapaya's dedication to making a difference in the lives of her patients is truly remarkable and it's an honor she deeply cherishes her commitment to their well-being her passion for healthcare and her drive to improve the lives of those she serves shines brightly in her work Yes we had many patients we actually once a month all our providers we have meeting and we discuss very rewarding case patient cases and like you know very difficult difficult to manage and their uh, disease process so there are many many patients we came across so for example i had a patient who had weight and as i said the weight gain can happen many other reasons too like if you have some hormonal imbalance in your body no matter what you do sometimes you will not be able to lose weight so for example there is a condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome it's a hormonal imbalance in your body i had a patient she came so i was talking to her and i was talking to her history and everything and she had a diagnosis of polycystic ovarian syndrome and it your body goes through this hormonal changes very difficult time to lose weight so she was telling me i was talking when we talk we were we talk their her dietary habit exercise so she was doing everything like what she supposed to there is no unhealthy habit i can find on her and she has been exercising eating healthy she doesn't eat out like restaurant food which is like the caloric content is very high and you can gain weight very fast so i told her you have a disease of obesity it needed a combination of lifestyle change and medication you are doing what you could do i think it's my turn to help you and she started crying and she said okay you are the first person who said it's a disease wherever i go and people judged me and when i tell when i discuss with them what i eat and how i exercise they look at me and they judged me and they were thinking that i'm lying to them then i started treatment on her she 
So she had done her first three pillars. She changed the behavior previously and she did the, her nutrition therapy. She is doing very healthy eating habit. And then the third one, she is physically active and exercising. So I did treated her with medication. She is still ongoing with the treatment for her obesity. And she had lost total of 90 pounds. So it is that. And then she had obstructive sleep apnea. She improved that and she is off of her treatment for obstructive sleep apnea. And the other thing is when you treat obesity in those patients and when they are in childbearing age and they will be able to go back to their fertilization naturally. The thing is, more and more we have to understand obesity is a chronic disease. It is not because of lack of motivation. It is not because of somebody is lazy. It is not because of they are intentionally eating unhealthy, adopting unhealthy behavior. So because it has so much etiology, like even when a woman is pregnant and if they adopted an unhealthy lifestyle, it affects the baby. It's called epigenetics. It affects the DNA methylation of the baby and they can become more prone to gain weight later in the life. So it is a disease process and there are so many hormonal changes happens in your body when you have that initial weight gain for any reasons. And once you have that damage to your body, it is hard for you to lose weight with any measures, like it's an ongoing treatment, you have to treat chronically lifelong so that you can be healthy and not develop any other weight-related conditions. The obesity epidemic is undeniably a significant public health challenge, and Dr. Sapaya is acutely aware of its impact. She doesn't shy away from this critical issue. Instead, she confronts it head-on with determination and innovative approaches. So as a society, I think we are doing a great job in handling the obesity epidemics. I think this is due to increased awareness and availability of the treatment options. So if you take until a few years ago, and I was practicing as a family physician, and I did not have much knowledge about the disease of obesity until I did my certification in obesity medicine. So I learned in and out of there is a huge reasons for somebody to gain weight. Like you know, there are multiple reasons for somebody to gain weight. So I think like awareness and now more and more, most of the healthcare, like first you take the healthcare physicians and other providers, they are more aware of the disease process itself. And we started realizing, okay, so we are treating so many other health conditions, which we, you need so many medications. And when it comes to the medications, again, the cost of the medications, very expensive. And for example, okay, obesity causes, I, I said, diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol, kidney disease, heart disease. And if somebody has like three of these diseases and if you need three medications to treat each health problem, you need nine medications. And cost of that nine medications is so high. So it started, like physicians started realizing that, and it's a huge burden on physicians too, because to get these medications approved and get the right resource for the patients to do it. So they realized, okay, so treating obesity can help. So more, more and more awareness, and the physicians are talking to their patients about the disease of obesity. 
And the patients also realizing and social media, I would say that they are learning more about the disease process from the social media and they are reaching out. They are reaching out for help. And now, like not only that, the health organization, so American Medical Association designated obesity as a chronic disease in 2013. And we needed to treat this condition because nearly 42.4% of Americans are affected by the disease. So it's actually promoting all the health conditions, like I said, like diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, obstructive sleep apnea. As I said, it's not only the poor lifestyle or like genetic factors, hormonal imbalance in your body. You identify and treating is very, very important. So in a primary care setting, so most of the time the patients see the primary care physician a lot. In a primary care setting, they recommend it should be done in a primary care setting, but because of the time constraint and you treat a patient with multiple medical issues, like five or six medical issues, it is very hard for them to counsel a patient because it takes a lot for the patient, educate the patient. We spend almost an hour with a new patient getting more history about the disease and like educating about the disease and how to moving forward, how to take care of the disease of obesity. So more and more now physicians are reaching out help from a provider who is specialized in obesity and the patients are also aware of the disease process and what it can do to your body. In the realm of healthcare, patients with limited resources often face significant challenges. That's why organizations like the UPMC Pinnacle Foundation play a crucial role in providing support and assistance. Dr. Sapaya is deeply grateful for the invaluable help it provides her patients. Oh, it means a lot to us because when we try to control any disease, like it's you take obesity or diabetes, we try to, okay, let's we are prescribing medication, we start with a cheaper medication. We do not go for a very expensive medication. Because when you prescribe medication, there are a lot of things you look into, any contraindications, and if the patient develops side effect, and then you're going to go to a different medication. So if that medication is very expensive, and the patient's not going to take it, and they don't take it, and I cannot call them non-compliant because they are non-compliant because of the cost of the medication, because of they don't have the enough fund to buy the medication. So if we have any resource, any financial resources helping these patients, it is wonderful. Like that can help these patients. Most of the patients are not taking medications because of the cost of the medications. I was a physician with UPMC Memorial. Then we we were with another healthcare system, community CHS. It was a, a for-profit organization. Then we became Pinnacle now UPMC and I can see the difference and like from where I started my journey as a family physician here in York it's so much changes like with the UPMC I can tell I'm getting more help helping patients to achieve their health goals and as a team like there is a huge team and when you need help with helping the patients and you can always reach out to the team of people who can help you who you can rely on. The main thing is there is so much stigma about this disease. Like nobody thinks obesity as a disease, but if we realize that, and that's changing now. When you talk about, even when I was a physician, family physician, like a few years ago, I was little reluctant to talk to a patient about their weight because I used to think that, okay, I don't want to hurt their feelings because that's what we were thinking. 
but knowing that it's causing so many issues and the way I started explaining to the patients and I feel very comfortable talking to them. And the patients also very interested in knowing about their body and they are realizing, okay, this is the problem and there is help available I should utilize. I think the culture is changing, culture about that, the thought about obesity is changing. I think moving forward, we will do a great job as a group, I guess. As we draw near to the end of this insightful episode of In Their Words, we've journeyed into the world of Dr. Sapaya, a dedicated physician at the forefront of healthcare innovation. We want to thank you, our loyal listeners, for joining us on this enlightening voyage. Your support and engagement drive us to continue sharing these remarkable stories. Stay tuned for more empowering episodes of In Their Words. Until then, friends. This podcast is brought to you by the UPMC Pinnacle Foundation and UPMC in Central PA. UPMC in Central PA has seven acute care hospitals with 1,160 licensed beds, over 160 outpatient clinics and ancillary facilities, and more than 2,900 physicians and allied health professionals, and approximately 11,000 employees in Central PA. It is a healthcare hub serving Dauphin, Cumberland, Perry, York, Lancaster, Lebanon, Juniata, Franklin, Adams, and parts of Snyder counties. The UPMC Pinnacle Foundation exists to provide resources to meet the needs of our most vulnerable patients, promote health and lifelong wellness in our communities, and support our workforce so we can attract, train, and retain the best and brightest talent at UPMC in Central PA. To make a difference and join their philanthropic mission, visit upmcpinnaclefoundation.org.